beautiful Friday in fabulous Las Vegas, and you're spending it by watching Getting Real Estate in Vegas with Bridget Magnus. Thank you so much for the wonderful reception. This is the Vegas Video Network. Be sure to catch all of our terrific shows. And, you know, don't forget that if you miss one, there is always iTunes. Um, we're going to be talking about real estate today with a Vegas twist, and we are going to get the ball rolling with the Friday figures. All right. Uh, um, I don't know if this is a sign of the apocalypse or not. We we do have 14,632 available units, and by some weird quirk of fate, that is exactly the number of units we had available on the 6th of May. Um, the median price on houses is $135,000, also unchanged from a month ago. And um, the median price on condos and townhomes is $61,000. That is a drop of 6% month over month. Now, foreclosures, we've had the second month-over-month -month rise in a row. It's up to 2,675. I'm still not worried. We're, this isn't 2008. I, it's much better than that. That was still a rise, though, of 18% from last month, and the median price remains stable at 100,000. Short sales, we've got 6,634 of those stinkers, which is down 2% month-over-month. Median price is 110,000. We do also have 4,810 non-distressed properties for sale, down 1% from a month ago, median price 175K. Now in the last 30 days, we have closed an amazing 3,797 homes. It's been a big week. I'm really surprised. I figured with the short work week, we would have fewer homes closed this week. I was wrong, mea culpa. Um, month over month, we did have a drop of a little less than 1%. Median sales price was 111,000, down 2% from May, and median list price was 115,000, which is unchanged from May 6. Contingent, 13,344 of those little darlings, up 5% from the beginning of May. We do also have 3,819 rentals available at $1,100 median rent, 2,303 new leases at a median rent of 1150. Now we do have some news items for you. I'm going to start off by saying that the HUD secretary has formally announced that we should see a foreclosure settlement between the various um, government agencies and the banks in a matter of weeks. I will believe it when I see it, but it's a hopeful sign. Interest rates have hit yet another six-month low. And in a head-scratcher, we have um, two housing price indexes that were announced this week. One of them, the Case-Shiller, was down. One of them, the CoreLogic, was up. So what the heck is with that? That brings us to today's topic, which is how to interpret real estate statistics. Now, um, I'm just going to point out that the first thing you need to wonder about whenever you're looking at any of these figures is, what is being measured, when are they measuring it, and where are they measuring it? Um, we're going to talk about the case shiller here real fast. Um, one of the things that I do like about it is that it does break things down into 20 cities. And the reason I like this chart in particular, there are two reasons. First of all, Vegas is that a pretty money green line. And second of all, I like to look at this chart and say, thank goodness I'm not in Detroit. <laughs> Now, uh, one thing I would like to, to point out about this uh, uh, track, 
Piquet-Scheller index does measure sale prices, so there is a little bit of a lag between what's, go what's going on right now and what makes it into this chart. As I'm sure you know, when we've got 6,600 some odd um, short sales and another 8,000 contingent short sales, those prices have quite a bit of lag in them, and it's going to show up more strongly here in Las Vegas, which is why I say that one of the important things to remember is where we are measuring things. Um, the other big index is, of course, the uh, um, Case Logic Index, which came out just a couple days after the Case Shiller. And I just like to read from their press release because this struck me as amusing. Um, home prices in the US increased on a month-to-month -month basis by 0.7% between March and April of 2011, first increase since the tax credit expired. However, national home prices, including distressed sales, declined by 7.5% year over year. Now, this is the one that tickles me to death. Excluding distressed sales, year-over-year -year prices declined by 0.5% year-over-year. This is kind of like, well, you know, aside from the horrible food poisoning, did you enjoy the cruise? Um, I would also like to point out that there is a third index that is a bit less popular. It is uh, done by a company called Altos Research. They, their numbers just came out this morning. Goodness knows that we have to make sure that we do it all in one week. And their figures for Las Vegas show a one-month change of less than a percent. Where have I heard that before? And a three-month change of 1.92 percent. So, and um, they also break things down city by city, so that is another one to watch out for. The other thing that I want to kind of point out when we're talking about these numbers is how, how are the numbers figured. Now, you, you probably are aware that when I give you prices and whatnot, I'm giving you a median price. For the math challenge, I'm going to break things down, so please bear with me. Um, imagine you've got nine houses. Now, 100 of them are priced at 100,000, one of them's priced at 50,000, and one's at a million. Now, median means it's the price in the middle. In this case, it's going to be 100,000. That also happens to be what most of those darn homes are priced at. If we took an average of those figures, you know, add all the numbers up, divide by nine, the average is 194,000. Well, that's a lot higher than the typical price. There's not a darn thing in that group that's priced 194,000. And if you're looking around, you're going to see all these houses priced at 100 and say, well, what's the deal? They, they must be a real bargain. The fact of the matter is, they're typical. Um, there are a couple of other figures that kind of get mangled, and it's partly in the way they get reported. Last week, we happened to talk about the pending sales that were uh, happening in, in April. Basically, those are homes under contract, both contingent and pending. And it was down nationwide in April. It was down big. It was down enough that people were chewing their nails over it. But here in Vegas, not a problem. It was up. So just because something is true in New York or Los Angeles does not mean that it is true in Las Vegas, and it's important to remember that. The last figure that gets mangled a lot is the foreclosure figures. Most of the foreclosure stats that you're going to see include everything from the notice of default at the beginning of the process to bank-owned and already on the market again. Not all of them are foreclosed homes, which is a shame because they certainly report it as if it were. 
And um, some of the ones that aren't foreclosed yet are going to avoid foreclosure. Some of them are going to have short sales, some of them are going to have mortgage modifications, and some of them are just going to flat come up with all the money to pay off the bank and, and get back into a regular status again. Um, delinquency rates are kind of part of this, even though they're not yet in the foreclosure pipeline. Um, it's just people who are late. Not all of them are foreclosures. And another thing that goes back to the where are you measuring it, remember that between the six states, California, Nevada, Florida, Arizona, Illinois, and Michigan, those six states account for 60% of the foreclosures in 2010. So, you know, I can certainly understand where if you're in, say, um, Virginia or Delaware, you might be scratching your head saying, what foreclosure problem? Where here in Vegas, every other, you can't drive down a street without seeing something that is in the state, whether it's a notice of default or whether it is all the way in foreclosure. So we're going to take a quick break for station identification and be right back with real advice. No pressure. Hi, I'm <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis Silvers from Can't think of the name of my damn show. Golf and other four-letter words, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network, I think. Welcome back to Getting Real Estate in Vegas. I'm still Bridget Magnus, and you're still watching the Vegas Video Network. And yeah, golf and other four-letter words does look like a fun show. Looking forward to that. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about something that is good regardless of whether you're trying to sell your home or not. Hey, that's good news, right? Um, I've got um, easy ways to transform a room courtesy of the nice people of RAS Media. So we're going to start off by saying you don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to paint. You don't have to buy all new furniture. You don't have to do anything to make your room look fresh for the new season. Why not try changing out some curtains? Particularly if you've got big, heavy uh, window treatments, why not go with something light, maybe even a sheer, which will give you some privacy but still let in a lot of light. Who doesn't love natural light? Day sleepers. OK, I just answered that question. Um, another uh, tip, use mirrors. Yeah, mirrors are good. But you know, why? you don't have to do a big, expensive mirror. Why not a group of little, cheap mirrors? You'll still get the same effect. You'll still get reflected light. But it's more versatile and, um, frankly, a lot less expensive. Um, another thing you might try doing is just replace one outdated item in your room. Say you've got a coffee table that just isn't appealing anymore. So don't replace every stick of furniture in the house. Just replace the coffee table that isn't working for you. Um, you might also consider accessories. Instead of reupholstering your furniture, why not get some new throw pillows or a, a, a pretty blanket to put on the back? It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, you might also consider accessories in other places, like um, centerpieces on your table or little knickknacks. Put away some old knickknacks, get out some new ones, and you can play that game indefinitely. So then, these have been just a few of the little things you can do, and I do hope I've inspired you to try some other things. Um, do join us next week, because we're going to have some more Friday figures. Um, 
This is still the Vegas Video Network. I'm glad you joined us. Be sure to send those questions into gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. If you've got a personal real estate issue that I can help you with, you can find my contact information at bridgetmagnus.com. Drive safe this weekend. Thank you.